This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old Trailblazer, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. Come on, Dan, let's go. Let's get up. Got to get a get and get out and get there where the folks are standing around waiting for the old Trailblazer up there in uh, uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan, or Sweetwater, Tennessee, or uh, wherever they are up there in Jackson, Mississippi, out in Corpus Christi, Phoenix, wherever folks are listening. And we got to be faithful unto our calling. The Bible says, go ye into all the ends of the earth and preach the gospel. So that's what we're doing here by the grace of God. And the old trailblazers, happy to be back with you folks. We're bringing you this study now, series of studies on the uh, blood redemption. What a, what a topic. Isn't that a great topic? In our last study, we were looking there uh, at Cain and Abel. Cain uh, grew wroth about because the Lord didn't accept his, his uh, offering. And uh, let's go there and look. The scripture says, and, Ain, and Cain grew, was very wroth. W-R-O-T-H, wroth. Mad as a hornet. Madder than a, madder than a, a, a yellow jacket. But listen, and his countenance fell. He done got the mully grubs. He done swelled up like a, like a toad frog. This means that he was angry with God. He threw all the responsibility back upon God. And in other words, uh, said, you're to blame for my condition. Why didn't you accept my offering? Why didn't you save me? And I have folks tell me that. Why hadn't the Lord saved me? No, you can't blame the Lord, my friend. Cain didn't realize two great truths. First, he was under the curse. Second, all the fruits of the ground were under the curse. And God will not accept the works of man's hand for his justification or for his righteousness. The scripture says in Romans 3.20, by the deeds of the law, no man can be justified. I know, I know that in my uh, preaching and teaching and dealing with folks, I have folks who blame the Lord. And they don't intend to do that, I don't think. But they call me once in a while, write me once in a while, and they say, I say, well, has the Lord saved you? No, the Lord has not saved me yet. Well, in, in, in essence, blaming the Lord. They don't say, well, no, I have not come to know Christ. I have not taken the blame. I have not bowed at the, at the feet of Christ. I have not uh, called on the Lord. But they say, no, the Lord hasn't saved me yet. Now, let's notice something else. Let's notice how the Lord God of heaven pled with Cain. I want you to listen to this. He said, Why art thou wroth, and why is thy countenance fallen? Cain, if thou doest well, I'll accept you. In other words, if you go back now, go on back. Surely I'm paraphrasing. If you go back now, get an offering, come to the altar with your offering, acknowledging that you're a sinner, acknowledging that you're lost and take the blame, I'll forgive you just like I did Abel. Now, I've told folks just this simple uh, thing that Abel had a flock of sheep and all he had to do was say, Brother, brother, would you let me have a sheep? Would you let me have an offering? The Lord didn't accept my vegetables, though they were beautiful. Would you let me have a sheep from your flock? No, he didn't say that. No, sir, he didn't say that. Listen, he said, I'll forgive you if you go out there and get one. If not, 
Sin lieth at the door and is ready to spring on you. There was there was tied to the doorpost of Cain's heart the sin the sin of rebellion, the sin of self will, the sin of unbelief, the sin of having his own way. And the Lord says it's ready to spring on you, Cain. You better act, you better act now. How Jehovah pled with that poor old sinner? What did Cain do? He turned his back upon all the pleadings of Jehovah, and in his heart he went away from God. Oh, but my friend, many of you are doing that same thing today. My man, God is pleading with you to come with a broken and a contrite heart at the feet of Jehovah, kissing the dust of repentance. Now, and you won't do it. Now, let's notice the attitude of Cain towards his brother. You're going to see something here. Oh, it was one of hatred, which resulted in murder. This is the attitude of every individual who hates uh, the substitutionary death of Christ. He hates everyone who believes and professes blood redemption. This is the spirit of martyrdom, my friend. Every individual who despises and rejects the substitutionary death of Christ on the cross hates the message that the old trailblazer bring and has a hatred for me and any other gospel preacher which would lead to murder if they could get by with it. That's right. You know what leads, keeps folks from doing those awful things? The thought of being caught. The gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, according to 1 Corinthians 15, which is one of substitution, exposes the hearts of sinners, lays bare their wicked practices and their unsaved heart. Even after Cain had murdered his brother, the Lord God of heaven still pled with him in these words, What hast thou done? Where is thy brother Abel? And the self-will, self-will, rebellious Cain, still maintained his rebellious heart and said, Am I my brother's keeper? Can't you hear the sarcasm there, my friend? I hate it. I hate sarcasm like a snake. I do. I hate it, my friend. Oh, am I my brother's keeper, he said. He said this to the God of heaven, to the Lord God of heaven. Am I my brother's keeper? It was only when God exhausted every means of bringing came to him as a lost sinner that he pronounced a curse upon him as set forth there in Genesis 4, 11, and 12. Now, let's look again at, at Cain's rebellious heart. And Cain said unto the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. This is an impenitent heart, my friend. Cain here was still blaming God. Can't you see that? He was blaming God. First of all, we saw there in the garden when the, when the serpent uh, enticed uh, Eve to eat of the fruit, and the Lord questioned Adam about it. And he said, That woman, the woman which thou gavest me, she did give me to eat. You know, she didn't cram it down his throat, did she? No, he ate of his own free will. And then the Lord said something to Eve, and she said, Well, the serpent. The serpent, the old snake over there, he, 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 t- yeah, that's what we do, my friend. Blame, blame. I told you we used to sing a little song, one, two, three, don't shoot me, shoot that fella behind that tree. That's what we do now. That's what we do now. We blame somebody else. But listen, Cain here was still blaming the Lord God of heaven. This expression reveals his utter hatred 
and utter rebellion against God. Now, do you, do you recognize a rebellion? Do you recognize uh, a hatred for something? Do you recognize those things, my friend? I, 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 can, I, can, I can tell it a mile off. I can tell it a mile off. I used to run a business. I had several employees working for me, and I had one in particular, a young woman. And if, if something crossed her grain, she shut her door and sat in there and pooched pooch with lips, pooched up, pooched out. And uh, I, got, I took all I could take. And I went in there one day, and I closed the door, and I said, Listen, young lady, you you got you to gotta, you gotta get rid of this disposition that you got. Your lips pooched out. Nobody's done you anything. You're just a worker here, and you can be replaced in about two minutes. And if I see them lips pooched out again, you gone. Straighten up. You don't have to put up with that, my friend. You don't have to put up with a child. One of the things I did when my kids were small, I spank them for, for being bad or whatever, and I wouldn't let them cry. I said, now, you, you shut up. I'll give you something else to cry for. I didn't let them throw a fit and kick the floor and kick the back of the bench and all. No, sir. And I know that's a, a lost art, my friend. But I tell you this at this time. Some of, some of you young people listen to me. I believe you have childbearing age. If you have children coming up, fixing to go to school, don't, don't let them bully you, my friend. Lay down the law for them. Be kind, be generous, be gentle. But lay down the law. You know what I, what my folks did? We had a keen limb stand up in almost every corner of the house. We had what we call hedges around the house, old 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 yard hedges, and they had little old bumps on them limbs all the way from the top to the bottom. And my daddy would take his pocket knife and strip all them little old limbs off, and there'd be a little bump everywhere. And there's one standing almost in every corner, and uh, he'd tear our behind up. Uh, pretty often if we got in trouble we didn't get in trouble much because we knew what we was going to get and uh, i remember coming up my daddy shaved with a straight razor and he'd get out on the back porch and shave and strop his razor and had a strap if you know what a razor strap is it's, it's got two 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 leather straps on it one for coarse uh a shaving and one for fine where he strapped his razor with a fine edge on it and uh that's one of the things my mom would grab that thing and snap you with it pretty quick and once in a while my brother and i would hide that thing and then they'd, they'd get into it mom and daddy get into it because he'd blame her for hiding it losing it but my friend don't let your children run the house they're they're a blessing kill them children are a blessing we got one little two-year-old grand great-grandson that's uh, always a blessed most blessed thing but his daddy uh my grandson when that baby cuts up in church he don't take him out he just pops him good pops him makes him shut up now that's right my folk well i'm just giving you some plain old simple advice today make your children obey don't let the law have to do it my friend don't let the law come to your house your your kids make the law come to your house to get them if they come to my house after one i tell them take them with you hold on wait just a few minutes let me get them some clothes together because you can take them with you Ain't gonna call the law on their daddy. Well, let them call it. Call 911. But you have them a little ditty bag packed with your clothes and your shoes and clothes. And you say, now you keep him till he gets ready to come home and I'll come get him. But my friend, I know we've gotten off the subject, but I just believe, I just believe that Cain was rebellious from the day he was born up until the time the Lord rejected his offering. And he went out and killed his brother. Rebellion leads 
to those kind of things, my friend, leads to terrible things. Most all of the crime that we see today in our young hooligans from 17 years old, we had one here the other day arrested for killing five people, 17 years old, and they come up. They come up like that because folks don't, and there's so many homes today without a daddy. I don't understand those things. I take all that in consideration. But somebody's going to answer. And these deadbeat dads that uh, conceive these children and then go off and leave them, I think they're going to have to make hell a lot hotter to let them have a place to stay. Oh, but my friend, the old trailblazer, uh, just pardon me for getting off of my subject, but we're looking at Cain, how he refused, how he refused to take God's word. He, he, he rebelled against God. He said, am, am I my brother's keeper? What you asking me where, Cain, where Abel is? I don't, I don't keep up with him. No, because he had already butchered him over there somewhere, murdered him, and the Lord was trying to be kind to him, he said. And uh, listen to what he said. Uh, Behold, thou hast driven me out this day from the face of the earth, and from thy face shall I be hid, and I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth, and it shall come to pass that everyone that findeth me shall slay me. Oh, my friend, what a scripture. We'll get back in that in our next study. It's just the same way with you who never come to know the Lord. Your destruction is going to be terrible, awful. Spend that, spend eternity separated from God and in lost and undone. But now mercy is beheld. You could, mercy is still being held out, my friend. Come to the Lord crying for mercy. Lord, Lord, give me, grant me mercy. Break my wheel. Break my old stubborn wheel. This is the old trailblazer bringing you another message. It would let me hear from you. My mailing address is the old trailblazer. Post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And remember, my website, radiomissions.org.